Welcome one, welcome all, welcome to the Bricks in the Wall. Welcome back folks, um, today was kind of an unexpected episode, uh, we're going to have an old friend, someone who we had a couple episodes again, um, he is Louis R, uh, he's a podcaster, he's a kind of like a psychonaut, he likes reading a lot, uh, just an interesting dude, we talked about last time, uh, basically about everything around the whole world, we talked about the CCP, geopolitics, atomic bombs, New World Order, lizards, and all that good stuff. So today I kind of wanted to continue off of some of the things that we left talking about last time. And strangely, I had forgotten about putting this on my calendar. And uh, weirdly, Lewis hit me up and he asked me if we were still on today. So we kind of, I kind of had to rush, but here we are. How you doing, Lewis? I'm doing well, actually, thankfully. Good. Um, you still up in New York? Yes, I still haven't escaped. Uh, my, my partner with what was Escape from New York did escape, uh, and I have now allied with uh, Unconstitutional Awakening and Jim Bob, Oval Shorts and Company. Uh, so I've, we've been, sh- every week, we've been shooting podcasts for a while now. So it's been an incredible journey uh, with them meeting some incredible collective of human beings to say the least and i missed one recording where the writer for american gangster and the creator of the show taxi uh was present and i missed that one i'm so 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 mad but it's a great episode everybody should go see that's listen or see. that's awesome so what is constitutional awakening um it's a podcast actually we're, we're working on the wiki uh it is a podcast where we openly discussed uh, different topics and we bring on different individuals to express themselves their opinions and see where we flow and go and it's it's no limits no no censorship and uh yeah i mean we we were even talking about ted kaczynski which is a relatively t- uh controversial human being and i even have to study him further but you ever heard of Ted Kaczynski? Hell yeah, what man. What they call the Unabomber? Hell yeah. Maybe we can talk about it for a bit. That's the guy that they fried his brain, right? With acid? Well, I need to read uh, later thoroughly his book. I've only read snippets. Um, but he is a mathematician. He was, I think, one of the youngest professors at the time. At Harvard, right? He At Harvard, yeah. And he... He wasn't even the only one. There were several uh, students that uh, went for the experiment. So he went in, and so did other people that worked at Harvard and so on. But I guess out of all the subjects, he probably was one of the ones given the highest dose. And it opened up his mind. And the thing is, why I say opened up his mind is because when they found him, after the unibombing and all that stuff, he acted like he didn't do anything. Like, considering the book he wrote and everything, you would think the guy would also then act like, yeah, I did it. But no, he he was like, yo, what's going on? So they they believe it was actually his brother who just just used, used him. Really? To have a scapegoat for it, yeah. So, But let's hear the story, because I kind of know it. 
Um, I don't know the full things. All I know is that he was really young and really smart, like a genius, basically. And that they used... Yeah, he was a genius. And they used... Well, it's the book he wrote. I mean, I have to look up the... the this book real quick. Uh, but he predicted everything that's happening right now. Yeah, I know. I want to talk about that because he talked about how basically technology was at fault for all of humans, I guess, failings or basically we're going to eat ourselves alive. Well, that's one version of how you can speak about it. His manifesto, um, right? Yeah. Now, you don't need to, like, uh, he just is warning people of the, the downfalls of our technology technology which is not so crazy to say there is bad things to the technological revolution that we have experienced and you are witnessing it currently but what do you think are like some of the pitfalls that he postulated about what are some of the examples that that's the thing i i i I, that's why i said i i would wish i could tell you in higher detail but i am not completely diverse in everything he said but i'm trying to find for other people to look up the book. Oh, here, I have a summary here on the wiki. Uh, it says, um, um, the industrial society and its future begins with Kaczynski's assertion that the industrial revolution and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. He writes that technology has had a destabilizing effect on society, has made life unfulfilling, and has caused widespread psychological suffering. Which is pretty good. Is he summary. wrong? No, he's right on. <laughs> and, um, well, I guess from a lot of the things that I've read, um, I don't know if you're aware, but all of modern thought, um, Rene Descartes, he basically uh, created the modern scientific method of, of studying, of putting a hypothesis, uh, doing an experiment, and running all that through. He basically got that idea from an angel. I was listening to a speech by Terence McKenna, and he was talking about how Rene Descartes, he had a dream. And in this dream, an angel told him that the science of nature shall be studied with number and measure. And that this was the birth of modern science and the modern way of measuring and classifying and putting everything into categories and such. So there's this idea that a lot of what happens in this, in this world, in this reality... Like things like discoveries or figuring things out. I'm sure you know a lot of it happens either through an error, an accident, or what these people say are visions and dreams of ideas that are here to come. And then here we have this guy, Ted Kaczynski, who, who was basically had his mind fried on acid. A genius who was like in his head thinking and seeing how all of this technology is doing exactly what, he's, what he says here, that it's made life unfulfilling. Uh, can you give us some examples on how technology well, has made us? I, I, I will first say we're not supporting what he did. No. We're just morally talking on the context of his writing. Yeah. Um, so you can look at currently what's happening right now. Let's let we can go into the radio waves. We don't know how they affect us. We don't know how much our the plastics in everything in our environment affects us, but we do know it is deprimented. Like it's it's very destructive to our health. Mm-hmm. Just look at the foods. Have we modified the foods to a point where 
over 30 products that we consume are banned in other countries. Mm -hmm. And it depends on the category. There's way more than that. So we are already killing ourselves with the products that we're consuming. The, the birth rate has dropped. I think it's now 60% of what it was in the 1960s. Mm. As like, and we're giving the 60s as a baseline because we have very accurate data. So we're making like so. We generally, when people speak about birth rates, we're, they they use the '60s as a measuring stick mm. because at that time we we we've learned to better you know create math around okay this fertility this fertility functions this is how we can measure and account for fertility in different populations. We can look look back a bit, but our our data doesn't starts to go become useless after a while. When you look back, that's why weather data, like why why many prediction models don't work, is because we don't have enough data. Um, that's why <laughs> climate change is hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, the climate's changing, but the weather model predictions that they're saying is bullshit. How so? Um, and that's the world is not going to magically get warmer, like they're saying. Um, so what happens is. When you run a model, right, mm -hmm. you run a model based on current data mm -hmm. now and past data. Like, there's a lot of variables, of course, but and other people have criticized the, the, the error with these models of predictions is compounding errors occur mm -hmm. because there's so many variables. The moment there's one error, the error then builds into two three, four, it, it just becomes exponential. Yeah. And that's why the models say some things that are so ridiculous. Such as? That the the water levels are going to go up by 10 feet. Oh, yeah. That, you know, that's just bullshit by the fact that banks still give out loans to, like, beachfront properties and such. Even Al Gore, <laughs> the guy who made that uh, Inconvenient Truth movie, he has, like, a beachfront property worth, I think, $9 million. No, it... So, so Al Gore going on Al Gore. There is a hilarious. There is the original clip of him talking about this. He said, "Every day it's a like <laughs> four hundred thousand Hiroshima bombs going off." And then there was another speech. He said, "It's like six hundred thousand, no, five hundred thousand." And then he literally just this year said. 600,000 oh. Hiroshima bombs going off every day. He literally just kept raising the number. Right. He just kept raising the number. He was speaking in Davos and he said that nonsense. So, yeah, the guy's full of shit. He is a, a billionaire that just made his money grifting other people. Right. Um, he is just a criminal, just like Biden, just like all the other leaders we've had in office. Okay, let's talk about that. So, okay, because that is a very interesting thing. Maybe you can, maybe people think about it in conspiratorial terms. But what do you, why do you think that they're trying to push this global warming um, idea? Profit, 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 profit. There's no, it, there's, this is the thing is, it, it is actually simpler than people think. It's profit. But how would it's they make profit from climate change? Oh, so what you do is you tell the people, hey, everybody, we need to buy this stuff. And then the people that make that stuff make profit. Like electric cars? 
the electric cars, the grids, the upgrades, the constructions. So economic growth is very strange. How you create money is very strange. People think just you print money, and that's not necessarily true. Um, all these systems actually function on different weights, meaning what really defines their value is not what we think it is. The public's perception of like the the Federal Reserve's machines decide print, 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 and the money prints. Firstly, the majority of the money in the world is digital. It's not printed. It's only a fraction of that. Mm. Can't remember right now because it's the numbers have changed so much. How much is the real money, uh, and how much is completely digital money? And then there is like this whole separate scale of um, the insurances, the IRAs, and so on. And you're talking there eighty trillion dollars. So, like you're talking insane numbers there, but. When it comes down to creating value, one of the ways is you destroy countries, you destroy cities, you rebuild them. You have to justify economic growth to some means, and you do it through construction. So, just look at Ukraine. BlackRock already has the contracts for lots of the reconstruction. Uh, the the pharmaceutical, I mean, not this pharmaceutical. Well, Bayer, which is Monsanto and other seed companies are buying shares of the land and control so they can also control the crop yields of Ukraine and Ukraine being the most uh, fertile lands of Europe in relationship to crop yield to basically they're huge food exporters. Mm. Ukraine's very important in the food supply. And remember, if you control the food, you control the people. Right, right. So that's a big element. The, the food scarcity part is very serious. Um, we are not feeling it and we won't feel it because we're inside of the empire mm. and the biggest producer of food on the planet. But it's already starting to show as countries uh, get poorer and poorer because we're exporting our debt through, I forgot what was the perfect term for it, uh, currency swaps, uh, I believe is one of the terms. Uh, we're passing on our inflation to other countries and it's really interesting uh, economic tricks trickery we're doing uh, but even even the swiss franc recently had to go into deficit which is a country that doesn't go into deficits and had like to create debt that they generally never create but what i'm going with all of this is profit is created and value is created from rebuilding hmm. and they need to rebuild because that's the only thing they can do to create value and to prop up this fictitious system that has gotten us to where we are. Hmm. Uh, I, I see. Well, what would you say about the fact that in California that they try to ban, well, they are banning all gas power things. Um, they want to make... Oh, it's extremely stupid. Right. So it's... why is extremely stupid? You can look up the comment recently that I find that finally somebody in government said it. Um, a Japanese, a person in high up in the Japanese government stated, hey, we're not going to be that stupid. We're not going to go all in, all in for green energy for car, electric cars because our power grid, sorry, our power grid will not sustain it. Mm -hmm. And it's very true. Okay, so I'll give you a simple thing you can look up in comparison. One study a long time ago said, I think it was 4 to 5% of all the vehicles in the United States represent the entire power output of the United States. 
electrically speaking. Because mm. if you didn't know, cars produce an enormous amount of energy. You're just choosing to use it for locomotion, but it's an enormous amount of energy. So the cars in the US produce a bunch of energy. So take that. Now, how do you replace it with electric cars? Mm-hmm. You can't. You would have to increase the size of the electric grid exponentially. You probably have to triple the size of the current electric grid. Yeah, it's just not possible with the current. Yeah, with the current grid that we have, it's just not possible for everyone to have a car to it, charge it, it. It is with nuclear power. Right. You kept talking about that on last episode. You really think it's possible with uh, maybe we haven't seen any new nuclear power being used here, but you think it is, it is safe and clean and possible for us to like keep it from have, causing They're a disaster? All, they already started uh, the government. The U.S. government already started. Uh, the process to get produce nuclear fuel for the modern reactors and they started the process for getting them now the problem is we have to get like everybody to start approving them but they, the government started doing the process to expand nuclear uh plant production so do you they're think they're just very slow at it they need to literally make this the number one priority if they actually gave a, if they cared about the climate they we would be having a Marshall plan to mass produce nuclear reactors all the same, by the way, not like what we did in the United States with custom systems. That was a scam. Uh, all the same, just mass produce nuclear reactors uh, and maybe have them in like, in a way that some are like five, like two, two, five giga gigawatts and some are two gigawatts, but yeah, we need to go into this or we will be screwed. But it's it's possible. Do do you think that in maybe? I know we don't accept what Ted Kaczynski did, but maybe we can align with some of the ideas he he had. Meaning, do you think that if they do go ahead and create this nuclear power, that would give them the power, the grit that they need to kind of enforce and mandate that everyone move into this new industrial revolution? You mean the. Fi- you mean the 15-minute cities that they're trying in Oxford, England, and everybody in Oxford, England is, hates right. everything about it? Right. Well, I'm, so like, you've not heard. This is what I'm saying. If they were, so if they I, were able to create all this nuclear power and actually have the grid that would sustain the, the cities that they want to create. Well, this is the thing. I mean, elect, energy abundance is wealth, okay? So the cheaper the energy, the more wealth is generated. The more The more... The better for our world is energy is a requirement. We can recycle. We can re, we can reconstitute matter. We can reuse things. We can energy is extremely valuable. We cannot think of energy just as oh, it, it's just powering my cell phone. No, it, it's creating the energy required to recycle plastics. For example, I met a wonderful genius named Julian, which. He works in creating microwave pyrolysis, which is a method of recycling plastics into oils like kerosene, gasoline, and diesel. And he figured out how to do this in a more efficient way because a Japanese engineer invented this uh, 13 years ago, but he figured out how to do it with microwaves. So his yield is higher. He's patent pending and, yeah, amazing human being. So there's options, but energy is required. Um, So 
we need to move away from the idea that solar is a solution. Solar is solar is a patch, is a band-aid, and it's it's useful. It is useful, and it's going to be more useful once the new technology comes out. I'm not against solar. Solar is actually pretty good. Wind only works in certain parts of the world, and generally it does not generate as much energy as it took to create it. Same with solar. It does not create as much energy as it took to create it. So that's the biggest problem. The amount of energy it took to create it, it, it is, is more than the output it will generate it to, in its entire existence. Hmm. I, I guess I'm kind of conflicted because like with what Kaczynski, Kaczynski kept saying, that, it, that the more that we create technology and the more that we're dependent on it, the more that we kind of put ourselves in a situation if, I don't know, maybe a solar flare knocks everything off, um, somehow the grid comes down, the more it seems that we're dependent on these systems, which are cool and they, they, are, they do seem to make life easier and awesome. The more that we depend on this stuff, the more of a problem we'll have once all of that goes away for some reason. And he's not wrong. It's very true. But at the same time, we are going to we are eventually going to have EMP proof systems. Because I understand it is a threat, and we, people are just talking about the balloon that's up there in Montana. That's on. It's supposedly it's on its way to Florida. What is um, what is based off the trajectory? What is the on balloon? Its... The Chinese. Oh right, tell me about that. I I heard a little bit about that today, but can you explain explain that it's, to me? Well, what I know is it's up sixty four thousand feet. The government does not want to shoot it down. They very well know it's there. Some were commenting that it's photographing sensitive areas, but you know satellites can do the same thing. Right, right. right. Um, obviously, it's higher resolution if it's, a, it's from the balloon. It's not radioactive because either they're either they're lying or I mean they can know. So we have the technology to figure out if it's radioactive at a distance, and I'm sure they've gotten pretty close. So it's not radioactive, at least not to a level that it would pose a threat as like a nuclear weapon. Mm. Uh, it's slightly not an EMP weapon because again, usually they need to be radioactive to be powerful enough of a yield to be worth executing. Like you can, so if you fire a nuclear bomb at the atmosphere, it creates a massive EMP that could shut off the United, parts parts of the United States. So what? So do you, they can do that right now. What do you think that they're? Well, doing? We can do that to them too. <laughs> so it's really suicide by electrical means. Right, right. I think. Do you think it's possible for humans to go into nuclear war? It's not going to happen. Right. Because it would just it's, create a chain reaction of problems, and you don't want to destroy the mm -hmm. world. You want to just control it. At the end of the day, there's really smart people behind the dummies, and the dumb and the really smart people don't want the dummies to do the dumb shit. I, it's banker wars. All of these wars are just fucking ultra rich people just fucking around for creating values. The people that you that you see on television that rule the world, they're not exactly all of them. There's other people involved that you've never heard of, that you don't know their names, and that's that. there's a good reason you don't know their names. They don't want you to know their names. And who do you think these they people exist. are? I couldn't tell you, man. I couldn't tell you who are the most powerful families I, and most powerful human beings on the planet. I wish I knew more. I, 
I, I obviously you could point at different families for sure. Uh, and they have very obvious influence in relationship to things like the IMF and the banking systems and so on. I mean, we don't even know where the hell Carl, uh, Carl Schwab, I mean, whatever the hell his stupid name is, uh, the guy from the, the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. it, people, like, why does that man even have any influence? He's not that smart to begin with. He just regurgitates what other people are saying without having any actual input. He just, oh, we want to do this because we want to control society through these means. And, and the thing is all about control because they cannot handle the idea that the peons rebel back. And that's why they're pushing shit like the 15-minute city. That's why they want to electrify the entire grid. That's why they want everybody to have, obviously, the facial recognition stuff. Everything that's already running in China. They want that for the rest of the world. So that way they can have total global totalitarianism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, that is really the agenda at the end of the day, but you can fight that, and that's what people are fighting back because such a system will become stagnant. So what people don't understand is China's stagnant. China's not only stagnant, China's failing. I can look up the, the, the study and everything, but China is failing to such a degree that the population of China by 2050 is estimated to be 600 million. They've already lied about how many people live there and there and the number they said is under hundred million, hundred million less than what they're even reporting. Mm -hmm. So they're not the most populous country in the world to begin with, it's India. And the birth rate is negative, like really, really negative, really bad. So congratulations, Shanna. <laughs> You killed yourself. <laughs> so, what do you think is going to happen then? It, that, won't you think, don't you think that'll destabilize like that part of the world? Well, it's all every. What are you talking about? It's already destabilized. It's, it's, Asia is a mess. But what are you saying? A, a in, mess in, mainly because of governance, not because of the people. The people in Asia are, are amazing human beings. There, there's no general bad people. There is bad governance that has taken over because of violence. It is not taken over simply because people elected them. The people of China did not elect the CCP. Right. So I don't blame any of these people. I I do wish that they have the courage to fight back, but I understand that these governments are cracking down and slaughtering them left and right without any repercussions. The Chinese have killed more people that, now than the Nazis, but nobody's caring. So if you say that China's on its decline already, what, what what's going to what do you what do you think would happen then uh, the 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 country stars uh, a restructuring of government what do you think would happen well the ccp hopefully the ccp doesn't exist in the next 10 years that's it hopefully the ccp ends that's the simplest version of what i hope to see i mean it's not going to be pretty uh -huh. it's not going to be pretty for any part of the world we're running out of food man we're literally running out of food it's not a fucking joke we're running out of food because Ukraine's not producing. And and, and they say matters. Ukraine's the breadbasket of the world, basically, right? Well, breadbasket of Europe and bread and, and parts of North Africa and other parts of Africa, yeah. And so you say the that... The thing is... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Go on, you go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Because you, you said uh, you were mentioning that here in America, since we're basically the empire, it's very we're hard... We're the breadbasket of the world, and that's what I wanted to say. So you're saying it's, it's going to be very hard for American... But Ukraine was like the fifth 
but that's still important. It's still important because it's a balance, right? That's what I mean. Food prices are going to get higher. So the only reason anybody in the world currently starves is because of political instability, not because of lack of food. And that's been a truth for a while now. So we're going back to partial scarcity enough that there will be countries that weren't having that much scarcity that will have scarcity. At the same time, the U.S. is screwing up our own supply of food because our ground, like, oh God, there's so many problems with just how we're growing crops. But yeah, we're also screwing ourselves because our, our soil is, if we don't start changing how we work with our soil, our soil is going to become useless. So yeah, it's a big problem. Food is a big, big problem. It's, it's solvable, but it's a big problem and not everybody's addressing it as we should. Yeah, and I mean, you can already see right now how people are starting to freak out with the whole egg thing and kind of making it seem like this, the price of eggs is skyrocketing. And I just recently saw a video of this farmer who was kind of basically heartbroken because he had to like throw away, I think, 300,000 liters of milk because they overproduced and by government they're mandated to just get yeah, rid this, of it. Yeah, this happens in the U.S. too, the quota systems. Uh, we were chatting about that the other day too, um, the, when you sign up with the government, the government controls your supply, your output. I remember seeing videos through the quarantine of people just showing, hey, I have to throw away all these onions. Dude, it was a mountain of onions, an, an, an epic, humongous mountain of onions. And he was like, I have to earn this. And I, and I hate this. I hate that I have to do this. I hate that I have to waste this. But the government forces me. And see, this makes no sense, but it makes sense. So it makes no sense to anybody that understands this is not how you run an economy, but it makes sense to the people, this is how you manipulate an economy. So a simple example of manipulating an economy uh, was Goldman's, it was Goldman Sachs that did this camp. Sorry, if I am uh, one of the biggest, either J.P. Morgan or Goldman Sachs. So what they did was they had trucks filled with aluminum and they then kept moving them between five warehouses constantly. Through this measure, they made like a billion dollars a year selling it to themselves hmm. just to manipulate the price of aluminum. So what, what do you think is the rationing for the government when they mandate these farmers or agriculturists to just throw, throw away this stuff? Price manipulation. That's so it. they're saying it's going to lower the price too much of, of the products? Mm -hmm. like the yep, that's it. Wow. Wow, man. There's, 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 like back, there's background reasonings to all of this uh, related to how the government started getting into it. But that's a whole thing that I don't know every single detail, but you can look up documentaries on how the government started subsidizing and how the government started controlling the food supply and and why we have these five crops that we subsidize into oblivion. And that's why it's in all of our foods. That's why you have high fructose corn syrup and everything. And that's why sugar and everything, soy, all these stupid, horrible crops. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying corn is bad, but GMO corn, I prefer I prefer to eat real corn if it were available anymore. Mm -hmm. But you know. 
<clears throat> and so, so we can see all around the world, there's all these fucked up things that they're kind of doing like this. Just for example, the food, all that mandating people to get rid of it, to make sure that they have a monopoly on the, on the market and all of that. How, I remember last time I asked you, how do we begin to change the world? And you said that to re make uh, nuclear power available everywhere. Okay, so say we do that. That's we one of them. Well, I mean, I was thinking for healthcare. Actually, there's a really good one for healthcare in the U.S. Is delisting all of the Amer all of the insurance companies and hospitals would be one of the biggest steps forward. Delisting all of them from the stock exchanges and forcing a system similar to the Swiss Japanese model, where it's all private, but the government regulates the pricing models. So what the government does is. The government is not involved in your healthcare or the execution of your healthcare, but it is involved in the payouts for the healthcare. And yeah, so basically you can't price gouge anymore. That's why in Japan you can get an MRI for 90 bucks. Well, here it's $1,200. Oh that's, that's, that stuff pisses me off because like Terrence McKenna always says, we have the technology the knowledge, the people. We have everything we need to create a paradise, but we don't. We, we, we're we led by the least. Profit, baby, profit, profit. That's it. It's the biggest of evils is, is greed, man. It is greed. It is one of the most powerful evils you could imagine. I mean, it's tempting. Once you have that much power, you want to maintain it, and it is a power on... It is a problem of very powerful people is that once you get to the top, everyone wants to bring you down. And the only way you can sustain yourself at the top is by fighting back and by sustaining yourself through wealth. So it's it's a weird loop that occurs is the higher you go up, the more people want to bring you down. So you have to like create measures in order to defend yourself. Of course, you know, you get stabilized. The problem is you get into that loop and eventually you can't get out of it. And that's why they become so addicted to creating money because it's the only thing that gives them joy anymore. The only thing that gives people like Bill Gates joy is creating money and uh, messing with kids. <laughs> Good old Billy. <laughs> Fucking Billy. They're exactly, man. Because like, exactly. I think about all this shit all the time. Once you get to that level, like, it's kind of like porn, right? Once you start watching porn, the same porn gets kind of boring. You need to up the ante, you know, and get a little bit, maybe a little wilder and riskier. So when these people—that's that's another reason why Japan's screwed. Look at look at look at the exposure of porn in Japan, and the. Do you know what the average age of a virgin in the United States is right now? Mm, let me guess. I would say, thirteen, twelve. Twenty-seven. What? No way! Mm -hmm. You're lying, dude. Let me look, look this up. up. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> Average age of what? What would I look up? Virgin uh, male. A male. Male. Uh, average age of male first sex encounter. Yeah, virgin in the United States. <laughs> Somewhere in some areas, it was like in the thirties. Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. Uh, let's see right here. Over half of the U.S. teens. Well, right here it says over half of U.S. teens have had sexual intercourse by age 18. This is in 2017. But I yeah, have heard got, that uh, it's gone. It's going up exponentially. That number is old. That number has been going up ever since. Well, I mean, I don't find the it hard to believe. Has been off. 
it's not that hard to believe with the, the porn, with people just uh, using the apps to like get off. Just uh, just look up the average age of of the average age of a virgin in Japan. See what that shows up. Males. You have to look up males, not look up females. You have to look up males. Because if you're looking up females, that's a very different number. Females suffer sexual interaction before males do at a much higher rate. Oh, shit. And it is mainly because they are the ones that make the decisions. Hence, that's why. Holy because shit. So this, this is from CNN Health. It's, uh, the name of this article is, Why are almost half of Japan's millennials still virgins? Half. What there the fuck? Okay, that's according to a government survey published last week claiming that 42% of men and 44% of women, almost half of Japan's millennial singles aged between 18 to 34 are virgins. Wow. So what does that mean? Welcome to the effects of... Well, I think there's also... There is definitely cultural. There could be something with the food. Yeah, definitely, for sure. I think I, it could be the heavy metals of all the seafood they eat. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I have no studies. I have no proof of any of that. That's just my hypotheses. Completely my own. Not. I have not led into any into any of that. I could be. I'm just making random connections. But I don't. Who knows? I. I. I would want a very deep study on what's the population of Japan's heavy metal content in their blood could that affect their sex drive because it does i'm sure i'm sure Wait, i just so there probably is studies but they're all probably also written in japanese so mm -hmm. a little harder to understand yeah man. Um, and like I'm you sure there's some studies coming out i just have to look into it but in america also our food is garbage our fertility is dropping like a rock you know and in the dating apps have literally become the worst thing imaginable They've actually ruined everything. Mm -hmm. So, how, uh, how so? How, yeah. how, how do you, how so do you see that they've ruined uh, just society? They've ruined everything in the sense that the majority of the attention, in this, this is specifically related to male female, the majority of the attention from females to males is like ten to. 10, what is it? Two to one, two to 10. Okay. So let's say there's, what is it? There's 50 females. They generally will only look at the 10, uh, the 10, the 10, what, what is it? 20% more. Ugh, God damn it. Sorry. I forgot the, the equations, but what is it? 20% of males get 80% of the attention. Oh, wow. That sounds good it's enough. about that. Or it could be higher. It could be 10% of the males get 80% of the attention, but it's really bad either way. So women are looking at these people and then calling them all players. I'm like, yeah, you're going out with the sluts. What do you expect? <laughs> they get access to everything. What do you, why do you think that, oh my God, all these men, they're all these useless men. I'm like, you're going out with a scumbag. So what do you expect? Hmm. Like, are you? I, and this is the thing. It's, it, it's, it's hilarious how bad it is because it it is a problem of its own making. Like the, the people created this problem because they wanted this problem and they didn't know the consequence of this problem.
we created this problem. We, the human race, and like, oh, we want a choice. I want to just like swipe right, swipe left, and select who I want to fuck. <laughs> so there's a consequence to that. Again, coming back to Kaczynski, this technology is kind of like, man, putting us in a weird state where we're kind of like, yeah, it sounds good and easy to just be able to fuck someone tonight, but the repercussions that that has on like just being able to communicate with someone, like trying to court a woman, trying to keep a conversation, um, these things that were simple and <clears throat> were throughout all history, this is how people kind of did their thing. Now, like you said, the, the most of Japan population is, is virgin because they're not trying or they're just getting off on... No, sport. man, it's not, I'm sure it's not because the, those people are not trying. And I and I and, and the thing is that the more the, these guys are very pissed off, and that's why the whole simp class exists, and this is why this whole subgenre of males exist. It it is of the making of the fourth wave feminists that are like anti men, so I don't know, let's call them fourth wave feminism. The, the the negative feminism, the one that literally goes inverted and says women are superior to men, that nonsense. Like, no, we are equals and, and we have our own differences that equal, like basically equalize each other. Mm -hmm. Female and male energies. There is, it's a term that has existed in our history and our understanding of the psyche for thousands of years. And suddenly we decided that no, that's not true anymore. It's so stupid. <laughs> those people are so fucking disgusting. I hate those people that just want to think that all this history and thousands of years of knowledge of our psyche is meaningless. Sorry, I'm just pissed about that. <laughs> no, I, 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 I totally will sit around and think like you think like right now. Like, why the fuck are things fucked up? But then I like to also come back to the end to like, okay, what do we do to fix it? Like you, okay, so you were talking about uh, most of the problems of the world come down to greed. Okay, last time we didn't really speak. Uh, this is what I wanted to continue talking on on your Instagram. You post a lot of these cool, badass, uh, trippy like videos uh, that you say you you use. Um, you you punch you put how do you do this? You put these pictures and you. Cause, um... Well, this is this this is what's what's called Viku Garden Clip. Uh, this is something you can work on with if uh, Google Notebook. Uh, you can play around with this. This is based off what Dolly One uh, was based off in terms of procedure of, of image generation. I'm I'm simplifying all these things as best I can. Uh it's image generation, right? Mm -hmm. It's image generation, but this is based off the first tech. Now you can use things like stable diffusion. And I've just been exploring with uh, all these other new options, and it's incredible what you can do. Uh, I have, honestly, 7,000 images I've created. I've not published almost any on Instagram, so you haven't really seen them. But um, there's a lot. And I, I even saw another artist take the ones I made and I was like, God damn it. Oh, damn. <laughs> I hadn't even posted it. And that very same collection got like, ah, oh, it was an, it was like a pictures of an eye, it, but it had nothing to do with an eye. And that picture, cause I, I saw it, I was like, this, these are my pictures, but well, 
because I worked on Midjourney. Other people could use it if they find it. So that one had like millions of hits, oh, wow. and it was like hilarious. So it was something I made, and I then saw somebody else make it. I was like, oh great! It, that's literally my images. I could literally point to them specifically. So that for those funny. of us, list for those of y'all listening, uh, he generates these pictures. They look very psychedelic, very trippy. Um, so you just type in an idea or a title or something into a prompt, and it'll generate. Yeah, and you story. have to play it with. So this is with notebooks. So this is not like um, this is not like mid journey. This is not like mid journey. This is not like uh, Dali. This is a bit more complicated because it's moving pictures, it's a sequence of pictures. Uh, there's different scripts. I can share it to you later, and you can put it in the links if you want, uh, so people can explore. There's discords available where people can play around with this further. Uh, you can put different parameters, and then you can put different databases for those parameters, so it then will extract the information from different models that are available. What I'm looking to learn is really just to build my own models, uh, so really it becomes truly customized, but that's why, I don't know. It's a mix of different things that have happened simultaneously in my life, and I need to focus on... I, I focus too much on perfection, and that's a, that's a thing I've tried to deprogram in my mind. And I hate it, and that's why I, I do things like this, which is more of my free self, because I can freely, at least openly, express my mind. Mm. But, yeah, with other things like that, when it comes to the visual, I, I, I'm too much of a perfectionist over something so insignificantly meaningless in relationship to what <laughs> other people would perceive as something as an error. But that's good. That's your thing. That's what you're called to. Well, like, what makes you want to make this? That's what I'm trying to get at. What What got you into this, and what makes you, like, like doing this and keep on doing it because it's very trippy guys y'all go into his uh instagram here guys really quickly i'm gonna plug it uh, y'all go to lewis r i v l u x lewis rivlux and he has these trippy yeah. cool ass pictures that are kind of like videos it's kind of like you're on a psychedelic dmt trip what made you do these lewis well it's a uh... What's in my head, I wish I could get it out. So it's hard to get it in my head. So it's trying to find the approximation of what's in there. Um, there's so much amazing things that can exist. And, and it, we have to push and push and push until we really can find them. Mm. But new things are now being generated. And that's beautiful and wonderful some people find it as the end of art but i find that it's the beginning of art yes the beginning of the truest expression of art but the problem is people just see it as oh this is destroying artists i'm like well this is the thing the way you conceptualize art needs to adapt with how humanity understands the value of art hmm. Something that's handmade will be valuable to people, but not to everybody. And I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I get the argument. I am completely in agreement. That's why I also know that photography is worth less than it was before. I am very well aware. Um, and so is video. All these things have become less valuable with time just because people think, oh, I can just shoot it with my phone. Fuck it. And sometimes you can, especially this generation who, like I was hearing this opinion, which I find it true because I've seen it lots of examples with, with Generation Z, is that they are more off the cuff. They'll just record whatever. They don't care about, that much about polish and, 
and detail. They just care about more about the message. And that's why you see that the prominence of TikTok and how the younger ones will be basically looking way less professional, but the message comes out. So they get that part. So that's good. Not, not against it. Not against any of those trends. Those, uh, and there was something called core core, which I also found interesting, but I would say I would have to send you the video so you can get a better context, a couple of minutes on like, what is core core, but that was interesting too. Um, as generation C becomes like complete, complete in adulthood or starting to complete adulthood. And now we have alpha, which is hilarious. We switched now to alpha. And yeah, it's, there's a lot of things happening simultaneously. And, and I did find it interesting in that video. They say, we're the most educated. I'm like, educated maybe, but also one of the most propagandized. So it's very subjective how you look at the word educated. Right. But things are changing because people are pissed. Hmm. I agree. I, just looking at these pictures, though, I'm just scrolling through all your stuff. Um, did your influence... Oh, I wish I could show you... I wish I could show you the other page, but you need to have a bit journey account. What other Otherwise, page? Otherwise, I'd show you the real crazy page. The LuisRivera.com? No, Luis, okay. the, one with, the one with all the real stuff. Um, let me see. Do you have it like you on your um, bio here? No, I have to. No, it's because it's locked. So oh, you okay. can't even access it unless you have the <clears throat> Okay. Some other time. But... Um, what I'm getting at is these are very psychedelic and coming back to the whole idea that greed is kind of what's polluted and corrupted the world. I, the best thing that I've noticed, the quickest way to kind of get ourselves out of this. I don't like to promote drugs, but I've seen psychedelics do wonders. It also does harm to certain people. It depends on how you use them, the intention, where you're at, setting, setting, all that. But I've noticed either being uncomfortable or having a relatively strong psychedelic trip can be a catalyst into getting you to maybe stop believing in the patterns that you've believed in your life or maybe try to see things from a different perspective see it now but do it with the supervision of another human being with you please do not do it by yourself especially when you're doing a high dose maybe experiment very small doses with yourself by yourself but never do a high dose specifically alone have a good friend by you don't do these things alone just because, you know, you want to have some form of grounding or you may accidentally hurt yourself. That's a real harm reduction element that needs to be said. That's yeah. it. No, but you're right. It is something you should explore unless you have a specific psychiatric disorders. Um, and, you know, there's, we can have a whole topic on what the hell that even means, but that's, yeah. Some people are more sensitive to this stuff, so they can, their minds can break. I sent you this link. I don't know if you can open it. No, that's, yeah, you're not going to be able to see my page. So that's why. So but, was yeah. the use of psychedelics kind of instrumental in, into you doing these, uh, like trying to make these images using these uh, AI prompts? I mean, I've also worked with other systems before, but I would say it was part of it because I, I only started touching that stuff like when I was 26 years old. So it's not like I was doing it all my life, but 
Tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, that's. Tell me well, about check your... out check, check out that link. See if you can open it. Okay, let's see. And then you can really see it. That a you lot more stuff. You send it to me through Instagram or Zoom. Zoom. Let's see. Okay. Uh, how do I, I, I don't, how would I open this, brother? On chats? Let's see. Okay, here we go. The Mid Journey. Yeah. Okay, let's see. And then just. Oh, what the it. hell? This is cool. What is this? Oh, you can't see it? Cool. Now they opened it before they had it all locked in. Oh, just dude. explore. Just start scrolling. It looks Scroll like I'm in the thing. Matrix. <laughs> what the fuck? Whoa. It says mid journey, join the beta, sign in. Um, about what? What am I looking for? Okay, so yeah, that you have to sign uh, sign, sign up, up okay. if you've never done it. But yeah, that's the web page. It looks like your computer broke, right? Yeah, dude, that's trippy as fuck. That's cool. So you wh- have to where sign in and, and and then you can see it. But yeah, it's it's something people should experiment with to get things out of their head. Now, I have given people. That's why if you, once you go into my feed, you'll find some really weird pictures. It's just people experimenting. Okay, well, I have to sign up. I'm doing the robot thing. I'm not a robot. Click each image containing a panda in a garden. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, clicking verify. Um, okay, into my birthday. I'm a cancer guy, just so y'all know. Um, did you make this, or how did you come across this? Mid-journey? I met, no, I wish I made this. this they're, they're billionaires. Um, the Mid-journey, I discovered a couple, like, a year ago now, actually. Close to a year ago. Yeah. It's they're they're one year close to after, like a few months after they launched, the and they're amazing. They have the best language model available. It says they it, understand language much better than everybody else does. Okay, Consider and that's fundamental. And so it, this is the joke. It's like they talk about Chat GPT. I'm like. <laughs> the biggest player in the game that you're not looking at is mid-journey people. But yeah, sure, keep going on with your feelings about ChatGPT. I mean, ChatGPT is cool, though. I'm not going to diss it. It's pretty cool. So I'm in like this. It looks like a social media, uh, social services. Yeah. Try, try to open now the link I have. I sent you. Okay. Try to see if you can open the, the link. Okay. Uh, sign in. I gotta sign it. I gotta go through all my email and all that. Mm-hmm. So this is your process of entering and discovering the Discord system and then the web browser version. But you should be able to hopefully browse other people's profiles without paying. Hopefully, I don't know. Well, let's see. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I have to sign. I have to go through my email and then and then click login. But I'm gonna go. I'm here at the main thing. I'm gonna go through browse channels. Uh, okay. Go to Zoom and hit share permissions to host. I'll show you. Zoom, share permissions. I'm going to pause this for now because this is not... Zoom, it just crashed. One second. Okay, guys. So uh, he just showed me what we were talking about. Uh, It's basically the social site, but it's showing you different accounts of people and AI that they've generated through that uh, AI software. Uh, um, It looks fucking badass. I'm telling you, it looks... 
like the stuff we did on our last episode, it seemed like very psychedelic, very like wish-washy, just splattered stuff. But this stuff uh, Lewis was just showing me is like very clear defined, like an artist drew it with like very clear defined lines. It doesn't look, it looks kind of trippy, but it's not like splashes of psychedelia everywhere. Whoa. Okay, so I'm seeing well, one. Yeah, go ahead. This is more of, uh, can you see that? Yeah, the eye. Was this is more of what I was working on. And this is the one I was telling you about, the eye that was stolen. Yeah. Nobody wrote this. I wrote that. And some guy just took him from you? Yeah, it's fine. It's just I should have published it. Okay. Opening the eyes to infinity of the visible and the inviolable quantum states of reality defined by narratives. Nobody just randomly wrote that. So I... Because the system is open, other people can, you know, grab your work. So I'll show you now. This is the community feed. This is other people's work. But no, AI made it though. This, this, they just typed in something mm -hmm. in the prompt. Man. Yes, but you have to you have to put in more. It's not a simple simple description. You have to sometimes refine it, mm. so it doesn't just come out like this. You have to most of the times. There's lots of refinement that exists. Wow. But for example, I can save that. You can see, yeah. It's how good it's gotten in a single year. Yeah, man, dude, it looks real. Now, some of these are based off people. Some of these are people. Uh, some of these, and some of these are not. This is a person that doesn't exist. Based on the description, this person doesn't exist. Um, so some of these are generated because they upload a picture of themselves, like Lenza AI, you saw those stuff, that mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's... That's generated from people's based off people's faces. Right, right. Well, is this the same type of software that they're using with Chat GPT, where they say write a joke in the style of certain comedian, where this kind of like you insert your picture and they use this type of your. Uh, it is a large language model. Look at the eyes here. It is a large language model. I will, that part is similar, but the way Chat GPT operates and the way this operates is there's variations to it. Man, dude, this um, is kind of eerie because, it, it, like you said, what is this going to do to art? And when when you were saying that, it reminded me of the idea Terrence McKenna talks about how maybe he was off. He was saying that in 2012, there's going to be this time where novelty will increase exponentially. And what if this is it? This is just basically opening the portal to for anything to exist now, any kind of art. Infinity, in yeah, infinite type of art. So he just showed one with the little kitty cat. It looks, it looks, <laughs> it looks really weird. It, look, it looks so off, but the face looks really real. Yeah, man. It... Let's see, for example, this. That person does not exist. Mm -hmm. And it's so intricate. That person does not exist. It's, click that one with the cat. Go up. Go, there's one with the cat. Uh... Uh, I think you passed it. But... So when you click on them, whatever's written there in that caption, that's what they typed in to to generate that image. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that... This one, this is the cat you wanted. Yeah, yeah. What what is it saying? Uh, Kintsuji cat Sunsu. What the hell? Can you... Okay, I'll show you how this works. One second. Man, this stuff's crazy, guys. Y'all have to go check it out. So anyone can go to that Maybe website, Luis? 
Uh, I have to no. It's so Mid Journey is is closed off to non. So unless you're a user, you can't access these libraries. Okay. You have to. I think you have to actually even pay to access the system. Oh shit. Um, but right now, it's well send. Uh, well, the, you can use it for free. You can test it out for free for sure. Can you see my screen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this was just experimenting, but this experiment failed. Okay, so this is your stuff. Uh, yeah. So let's put it in. Okay, guys. So he's on his own like uh, account, I guess, and he's gonna. He's showing me some of the pictures he made. Uh, this is this is for example testing out with my friends' information. So that's their picture, and then. I was just playing with their phone name, but the computer could not capture their face. So this is like, that's, this is them, wow. but this is not them. I mean, his name is literally. This that. is scary, man. So, I don't know why this is freaking me that's, out. That's his, that's his actual name. So it makes sense that I'm doing that because that's his real name. But, and that's me just with a computer version of me. Uh, but yeah, look, look at the kitties. It takes a while to get to the refinement of something similar to what you saw, but Dude. I, it's just crazy. Cause I think I heard a, a podcast today with Lex Freeman on Joe Rogan. He was saying that even the people who who are making the software, they don't know exactly how it works. Cause it's the computer teaching well, itself or something. It's uh, yeah, and yes and no. I mean. They know what it's doing. It's just they find it interesting what the output is. Right. It's so fucking good. And you said this was a year. Because from the stuff that we were fucking with the last time on our pod, the podcast we did last, that was a year, uh, the soft, last version software? No, well, the models were older. <sighs> Man. So they're public. But there's also things like Stable Diffusion, which is completely free. Stable diffusion, you can do literally whatever the heck you want. But uh, I mean, I mean, stable diffusion, you have to put in a lot more text. Uh, but you also can get really great results. So let's see, we did that for this. So now, the second, we're now gonna turn on stable diffusion, and I'll show you now. I cannot imagine what this is gonna look like in five years. It's gonna be photorealistic. Oh my God, what well, does this mean for reality? Like people, like deep fakes and all that. What does that mean? Oh, I mean, we're gonna have ways to figure out how to decipher them. It's not. It's. I mean, I can generally tell them apart, but yeah, eventually computers will have to be the ones to tell them apart. There's a couple of technologies already. Intel's working on certain ways to figure out deep fakes. So what you're seeing right now. That's stable diffusion, how it turns on and everything. So I'm just seeing prompt. I'm just seeing prompt on a prompt box. Yeah, you're seeing the. What did you call it? Uh, this is command. The command. Uh, command line. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is what the software is doing as it's generating whatever it is. No, so what you were seeing right now was just, um, God damn it. What you were seeing right now, just come on, come on, stop being evil. Uh, is it just powering on? Oh, whoa. That's really trippy shit. How the hell okay, are these people the making soft... this? Time. 
And and people just started with fucking like thirty two megabyte computers. You're funny. Megabytes. I'm serious. Weren't those the first computers? Weren't they like megabytes? <laughs> they were bytes. Oh, damn. That's fucking worse. <laughs> <laughs> they were not megabytes, which is a million, but they were bytes. Damn. So how many bytes? Let me look that up. First computer. The first computer could do like nothing. First computer. Look, look what it generated. See that? See the difference? <laughs> oh wow! It looks photorealistic, guys. There's actually like light lighting. You can see the light source. You see reflections, shadows. Wow, man! You have so many uh, um, buttons to fuck with but, right now. Let me, so yeah, because this is. I mean, so you're paying for this, huh? You're paying for this. Uh, no, no. This one's free. This wow. one's free. So with the invite you sent me, and once I do my account, I can do this too. Oh shit, dude! And I'm this, gonna be up all night. Yes, the first time I used it, I was up all night. And I got some acid too, so I'm thinking that'll help. Why are you going doing it so late? Why don't <laughs> I don't get people doing acid so late at night? Well, I, I, I have a family now. All and, night. <laughs> well, huh? I have a system. I have a system. Uh, it's not up all night. I'll probably start like at. Oh. I don't know what happened, but look at how it's looking. What the hell? What is that? What did you type in? Okay. I have no idea. I typed in the same thing we just saw. It's getting saved to a folder, so I'm not worried about it. And so does It'll, it use your oh, computer? Oh, it's making different ones. Okay, you're watching them make. Okay, it's the, pro wow. the software's updated a bit. Well, that's nice. I like that play. I'm liking that. Now, Why did it destroy it? Is it using your computer uh, power to make generators? Yes. So, yes, my computer's fans are now flying off. The, like, <laughs> it, it'll soon take off. Wow. The computer's this is about to take so off. Cool. Man. And now imagine them using this stuff to make video games in the future. Oh, they already are doing it. I mean, the we're using it a lot for procedurally generated content, so you have a f certain baseline of content that is like the desired assets, and then oh you mix it in. Unreal is also working on procedurally generating things like trees and so on, so we're getting really good. Wow, that is a nice face. This it's is doing a pretty good job there. Very eerie, man, because in a sense, you could probably create a known world for a vid each person who has a video game. You can generate their own whole world. Uh, well, that's the thing, and that's what the super powerful want. Um, they just want to get you into this simulation, and you can stay there, and you'll, you won't bother the people living in the real world. Damn. The future is... Beautiful and dark at the same time. Yeah, because it'll be about choices. And I and I always say the future is going to be like the Flintstones and the Jetsons. You're either going to be a Flintstone or a Jetson. But if you really look at the show, really look at the detail, the Jetsons are like the people that just live in the farms and live with life and live with nature. And you know, they don't need to have their own farms, but they live with nature. And then the Jetsons are the city people. They're the people that decided that they want to live with technology and assimilate with technology. Hmm. Eventually, we'll both coexist on the same planet. There will be people that will be very advanced, and there will be people that aren't. And that's just how it will be.
and then eventually there'll be a really large third class which will be the the mars class and then the the Europa class and so on. There'll be all then there'll literally be different species of humans because they're literally growing in other planets and somehow surviving. So those will be different species of humans because a Martian, after one or two generations, they will not be like us at all. So they'll literally be another race. And the reason they'll be another race is because they grew up in a completely different gravity field. So that by itself makes it so they become a whole new species. I wonder though if, that, if it's even possible for humans to grow in outer space because of gra lack of gravity. The bone in outer space, no, no. In outer space, we can't. We, I don't think we can even we can even reproduce. Um, I don't know if they've tested. I know that you can't have sex in space, but mm -hmm. I don't know if they tested if you can like have like fertility happen in space uh, but you, you okay a simple answer to why you can't is basically you can't keep an erection you can't you cannot keep an erection in space. who told you that <laughs> <laughs> all right tell me tell me when you go on zero gravity how you keep your erection i'm gonna have to do that at least doing the fucking you know how you can go on airplanes and do that zero gravity for a couple minutes I, the last thing <laughs> you want to have an erection as you're dropping to the floor and coming back up and dropping to the floor and coming back up yeah. and then afterwards they're also going to tell you uh, here is a lawsuit for sexual misconduct damn I'm going like, to have to to fly myself you know. oh here's the product okay here's the final product so look at the the patterns are interesting so yeah and Luis is that still with the same prompt of the cat that's that's the problem you saw in mid journey. So look at the difference. So see the difference. All right, let's go for, let's go for a different one that I wrote. Um, like let me go on one I wrote a mid journey and then one I wrote here. Let me see one second. So what did you do, so Louis, you to make all those? This is, this is this is the prompt. This is the computer running the the, the work. Okay. This is the what came out of mid journey, uh -huh. but you can see it's very different. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go up a bit. All right, let's go for. Yeah, so let's go for... Actually, this is a great one. Oh, wow. Go down. There was a line and a... I, 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 <clears throat> I worked on this one for a while, so that's why it started to look kind of weird. I don't know. Not this one. There was another one that was working on. Oh, look. Oh, there's that line one. I want to see that one. Um... Do, you, do you see this one? It became very viral. There was versions of this. I just made my own. I uh, know. I don't... I don't None know. of these people are real. So this was... Uh, so it was... 90s black women of late 90s black heavy metal goth girl that never existed hanging in a heavy metal this is basically copied of somebody's prompt mm. and i just copied it and i was just like let me see what shows up uh that's just somebody else's prompt but it was interesting and the results were also very interesting so if you um, were to type the same prompt uh at different times would it generate different things or would it be the same it, so it's based off the seed value. Even if you wrote the exact same prompt, the seed value is different. And what the seed value is, imagine the neural network has 100 billion points of reference and exaggerating the number, but imagine it has 100 billion points it could start off from. That's what the seed is. 
So it's growing. It's the neural network is growing and getting, I guess, finer or more elaborate. Uh, I don't know if I would say if it's, I mean, it's, yes, it's growing in the sense that they're constantly evolving it, improving it, experimenting with it, seeing what they can do with it. Oh, it just turned into text, which is annoying. Uh, yeah, these things that when it comes to, to when they're too uh, abstract, the machine just like breaks. Um, this is fascinating. Interrupt. Yeah, between see, it literally just wrote what I wrote. Mm -hmm. Okay, give me one. Come on, give me one. Tell Some, me something too. Let's, um, something. let's see. Let me think of one. Uh, <laughs> now I'm blanking. Uh, Klaus Schwab. No, uh, no, give me a person. Give me something more. Cause... Okay. Uh, trippy Shaman. Forest. Uh, you can make it really uh, defined, right? Trippy, oh, can... trippy Shaman. Uh, hallucinating Moon. In the forest, hallucinating moon, geofractal. Sorry, guys, that are y'all just listening. Man, this is fucking awesome. I, I I need to buy this. How much do you have to pay for that? Uh, this is well. This one's completely free. Uh, I just have to. I'll send it to you later to download it. Uh, uh just install it. Hallucinating, okay, shaman tripping in the forest, hallucinating, and what else? Moon geofractal. Uh, this is so fucking... Okay, it... we're going to do both, yeah, journey and this one. So let me see. I'm going to do four, so it's the same. Generate, and, then, and here. So I hit this, imagine... There you go. So now both are red made. Is it a hard learning curve to learn how to start using this? Nah, it doesn't take that too long, but you're gonna have to play with it for a while for you to get like get the swing of how it works. And do you um, need a strong computer? For stable diffusion? Uh preferably. Hmm. For for stable diffusion, preferably, yeah. So this is the this is stable diffusion, this is mid journey. My computer's not bad. I bought it. Uh, it's like a twenty-four hundred dollar computer, but I got it used for a fraction of that, thankfully. So, do you think I use computers if you can? It's a good deal. <laughs> it can be a really good deal. Do you think a regular Mac would fucking be able to do this? Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, uh, an M1. Yeah. Hmm. You have an M1. Yeah. It's just the I guess the time it takes to make yeah. the image, huh? Hmm. It'll be able to run this. It'll just not run potentially as quick as it's running here. That's it. That's gonna run. And just, Dad, you have to look up the installation for Mac. I don't. I've never seen people install Stable Diffusion on Mac. Damn. I'm imagining it works, but uh, this mainly runs on Windows computers. And like, so this is. Uh, or I think it also runs on Linux. So in your Macs can run Linux, so you in theory could run this on Linux. So this is just the different ones. But let's look at the journey. So. Oh shit, I like that bottom right one, dude. Can you send me that? Yeah, 
Dude, that looks no, sick. I'll show you. I'll upscale it for you later. So I'll show you. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Variants. One, two, three, four. You like this one bottom right? Yeah, so yeah. So this one's variant. Yeah. I will make a variant of it. That creates a new iteration of it. When you when I hit this, it creates a whole new seed. So each one of these is a separate seed. And I want to create a variation of that. Man, dude, so you can go each deep one. in this. This is, this is like 57, 48, 24, 3. Imagine those, those are the seeds. Those aren't the seeds, but those are the seeds. And then and then it'll just create iterations based off that seed. Wow. Or modification off that seed. But, yeah. You can go down an infinite spiral of just... Are, good, cho good random choice. Uh, let me see here. And then this one is complete. But you see here, it... You have to you have to give stable diffusion a lot more information. Wow, man! It just generated all these fucking badass. It uh, unstable diffusion. This one's trippy though. He I created like this one. It's very trippy. These two are very trippy. Yeah, yeah, they look really cool. So he in like a minute and a half, he created like eight really really cool pictures that would take an artist I don't know how long to make these, and he just did them. And he made the revisions is, and oh, I like that one too. Real Top art. Yeah, Real artists can can yeah. work with this, and then they themselves could make <sighs> revisions and everything in detail. This inc this this can help artists work better than more than be more detailed. Well, let me ask you this, Louis: Do you know. think it'll hinder like that creativity muscle if if people can kind of just rely on this to like <laughs> they have mentors, writer's block, be like, oh, let me For just some people. Hmm. Man, it makes these intricate pictures, guys. Really, really, yeah, you really. Can play cool. around with them. The future is now. Yeah. So, what do you think is that argument of people saying that art is dead? Because I kind of see that argument, but no. Like you're saying, you're creating all new shit right now. Things that never have been created before. Exactly. Yeah, this just makes me think of what Terrence McKenna was talking about when he said novelty is gonna grow exponentially. Yeah, novelty. Terence McKenna, mm, um, Stone Ape. Can you hear my neighbor cutting the grass? No. No. Good. Why is it that loud? I don't know why he decides to cut the grass right now, but eh, it's okay. I love him. You love your neighbor. <laughs> I love my neighbor. No, I do, Louis. For us, all my neighbors, so I feel so blessed. I, I love all my neighbors. They're they're really great people. Where are you living in? What area? In Texas. The world. Houston. Oh. H town. Is that a city area or is that more of a. Uh, oh, city. Definitely city. But my next house, I'm, I'm already thinking I want to buy my next house. It's going to be a little a farm or a little a plot of land. Where I can grow my own food. Cool. There's space in Texas. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> what about you? You're like in the main center of the. the I whole don't thing. know, man. I have to move out. I'm moving out of here. I just don't know where. Well, well, have you given any thought? Where would you like to? I don't know. There's there's parts of Texas that are interesting. There's parts of. Um, Tennessee. I don't know. I know that. 
my time might be limited here just because of how bad the city's run. I'm not saying where I'm going is better run. They're just not in my business. Yeah. I think... I don't need the government to be in my business. That's it. Not yes, ci- cities are not the way. We you gotta find some people and go off out, out the cities. And so, Lewis, why do you make these? What caused you to make these? All these different. Um, can only we can only inspire the the next generation if we show them what's possible. Mm. So he typed in the prompt uh, "stoned ape." A novelty, Terrence McKenna, Stoned Ape. It just looks like a, a stoned ape. No, he doesn't really look stoned. He looks mad. That top right like one he does. Ape. The top right one he looks like he's meditating. Like it. Sorry. It's a made of stone. <laughs> My God. <laughs> it literally made him out of stone, too. Man, yeah, I'm gonna be spending a so, lot of time on this. Went the wrong direction. <clears throat> the funny ape joke, yeah. But look at that. That looks like Buddha. Man, dude, this is sick. this is the one you ask about. Oh, dang! Can you send me that? Dude, that looks, that's going to be my uh, avatar. So, okay, so the only reason I could see the idea that art can be dead, what is it going to do to, like, the artists who, like, sell their work? Like, can't now just companies who want to create graphics or art just use this and not depend on artists anymore? Not for a long time. Well, I mean, some of this shit's pretty good. Like, I could see making t-shirts out of this stuff. Yeah, but it's not so simple. You have to create an identity around it and a brand. It's not so cut and dry. It's True, not so you're simple. Right. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right, Mid Journey Bot. Well, is that your name on this or what's your name on this? Mid Journey Bot? Oh, that's. No, no, no. Mid Journey Bot is the what I'm interacting with. This is Mid Journey. How do I find By the you way, here? The look, uh, I, I, I sent you the link, but I'll send it to you later. Okay. <clears throat> the largest Discord. Look at this. Wow. The largest 10 Discord million, in the world. Ten million members already. Nine hundred and twenty thousand active. What? What is this? Like what the hell? Somebody was able to post that in a Discord. Birds aren't Why? real. <laughs> Why was it birds aren't real in the in the Discord? And how much attention? Oh yeah, somebody's gonna about to delete that. Okay, cool. So yeah. you go into one of these rooms, and these are people. Oh look, my buddy. <laughs> really, that's just me in a few decades. Um, <laughs> Pickle Rick. Yeah, this is all people that started just now. Dang. Oh my god, I love this one because I did one before for a friend. It's a little... Just puppies flying? Yeah, puppy flying in the clouds. 
Yeah, man, this is fascinating. And this is the thing is, do you, did you just the the cool thing is, I ask people it's like, what's your dreams like and things like that, and they they can just work to recreate them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So sometimes write down your dreams and oh, see how you can wow. visualize it. Yeah. This one's doing about Dragon Ball Z. Holy shit, that's like a new uh, technique. Like, I don't know if you heard of this technique when uh, writers get writer's block or... Look at this. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I like this one. I like this prompt, see? So I can do this. Oh, you can just copy that prompt? You can literally just copy the image. I literally can make... Hit, hit, I can literally save it or make variations myself. But you said if you were to uh, copy I, that prompt and redo it, it would have a different... It doesn't mean you're going to get the same seed, yeah. Uh, so I'll show you what I mean. So that's that. I'm going back to direct messages. Now, journey. Go here. Oh, and, I've, I have, and I have found inspiration from just watching other people's work. Look, I, I literally was in... And yesterday, I was in the MoMA, and um, it was wonderful. It was beautiful art from different parts of the world some you know great some eh, and some breathtaking and you know that's just how it is it's just the amalgamation of human knowledge mm-hmm. is expressed in different mm-hmm. forms those are just different expressions of human knowledge and then the thing is once we once we lose the idea of novelty what's next exploration because through exploration is where we find the last remnants of novelty. Mm. And that's why we're forced into the stars. So ironically, this forces us into the stars more than anything else. Wow. And earlier when you were saying about remembering your dreams and and typing that in, now imagine they did something where you could wear a helmet and whatever signals that thing was picking up would feed into this, whatever this AI thing is, and it'll just create as as you're dreaming. Look, look. Wow. I like this one. So this is a good example. Now this you can literally print. So you can print this to turn this to a t-shirt. No problem. This is monochrome. It's super easy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, People who make t-shirts already, like they could just use the, the hell out of this. So what you do is, for example, you told me you liked this one, right? And open, open yeah. it in the web browser. That's badass. So is this shaman? It's like a profile of him, and there's the moon behind him. It's very, like, rainbowy, but it's, like, blue, green hues. He has feathers all over him. He's a shaman. Dang, that looks sick. One second, please. One second, please. One second. One second, please. Okay. Okay, man. Um, We can... I'm sorry. We can record, like, but it's just I have to... I'm sorry. No, you're good. Man, this... I'm going to be playing around with that shit all night, though. But, man, that's... I'm afraid of what's... Not afraid. I'm just... I'm wondering if this is out now, that that amount of improvement in one year, what's it going to be like in a decade? What what things are going to come out by then that's going to completely change what we think about not just art, but society, humans, uh, meaning, any of these things? Start recording again if you want. I've I've been recording, brother, for like a minute. <laughs> okay. But you know what I mean? Like, what's going to happen in yeah. ten years? Well, procedural generation will be a norm. So that's you ever played No Man's Sky? No. Ever heard of that game? 
No. Oh, no. is it that game that generates a universe as you play through it? Generates different planets, yeah. So, <clears throat> No Man's Sky took some equations from a Danish university and they, they paid the license, but they almost didn't pay the light. They got into trouble because they were kind of ripping it off. But essentially, this Danish uh, engineers and students and fact, like the school figured out this great equation for procedural generation. I wish you could quote who was it or anything, but they're pretty good at it. Like No Man's Sky is not perfect, perfect, but man, is it amazing. And where it's all going is that you'll go into things the systems like vr and virtual reality you'll in augmented reality and you'll be able to eventually just <clears throat> use tools like this and you'll say i want a beach front property i want a castle made of glass and steel with titanium like cues around it and it'll just start to generate it and as you're looking at it and generating it you'll different alter it and you're gonna live inside of that place <laughs> and and lewis your workplace sorry go ahead that'll be where you work that's kind of like and then, you're speaking reality into existence in in, in that world like whatever you say will be become like you're a god in a sense so why the hell would you want to live here is that what will eventually become the question no but I, I would have to push back against that because that's what they want you to think they, they want you in your pod in your no life. that's that's what i'm saying but that's the whole point of what they want it all to go to yeah hey man i'm intrigued i want to play with that thing all night already it is just it's infancy basically dude the future's gonna be what is Terrence McKenna says? He says, the, you, the world is stranger than the maddest among us could suppose. So you could suppose and suppose and suppose and you would never even come close to how wildly insane this reality truly is. And that's great. <sighs> and it's good. But we have to make sure <clears throat> that we fight to ensure humanity is kept alive. Mm -hmm. And the ideals of freedom, nature, family, you know, make sure they don't get eroded away with this seemingly new, fast, cool technology, technological world. It's, it's crazy. It's so, the, the thing is there, there's gatekeeping that's going to exist and other elements of inequality, but at the same time, with the rise of the Americas and Africa, the whole world's going to look very different. And I'm loving where we're going to go because it's going to drastically shift all the power dynamics that have existed for the past 100 years. God willing, hopefully. Time. Hopefully. <clears throat> well, I do see a more peaceful future ahead, but I don't know if that peace comes through acceptance or a mix of acceptance with totalitarianism. At the end, totalitarianism is where we default into. We default to dictatorships. It's just a trend of the human race. Mm. It's hard to establish something similar to democracy. A totalitarianism is the default. Wow. I never um, thought about that way. That's a good quote right there. We fall totalitarianism. We fall. I'm going to write this down. Totalitarianism as by default. 
aka Louis R. Yeah, we 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 always like switch into dictatorships eventually because after the democracy failed, we have to go back. The difference is you have today all these options for education and understanding, <clears throat> but at the same time. I would argue that if you're going to vote in your local elections, you should pass a simple uh, understanding test. Now, some will say, oh, that's gatekeeping. We're going to make it in every language that exists. Oh, but what about the disabled? The, the disabled don't know what they're voting for. Are you sure you want them to allow them to vote? And I'm speaking not about taking away their right. But I'm speaking about the, the totality of the of the of the effect. Hmm. If you allow people that don't understand what they're voting for to vote, then they're not voting for themselves. They're voting on the opinion of others. Or propaganda. Who exactly the individuals they're voting in the name of would also be victims of propaganda, as they statistically would be, because they're sadly stuck in a system where they have to rely on government for assistance or potentially a lot of private money. Universal healthcare is fundamental to exist, uh, but at the same time, you think you have things like UBI, right? So with UBI, if you had a system where everybody that got UBI and lived just off UBI was on UBI, everybody that has UBI would always vote to increase the amount of UBI they get. Yeah. Yeah. And the people that aren't, that are actually sustained the entire economy afloat, their vote will disproportionately get diminished. So one of the ways you avoid that is, hell, you're on UBI and you have all the, t that's all your, that's, that's your income. That's it. You should by, by decree, educate yourself to understand what the politics is. What are you voting for? Like, do you understand what you're voting for? Then you shouldn't vote. And this, actually, I would say this applies to any voter. If you don't know what you're voting for, don't vote. Yeah, you're don't just mudding the water. Like, I'm in New York. A lot of ignorant morons voted for a psychotic lunatic as our governor and as our mayor. Nobody likes them. Everybody hates them. And I always say that, who the hell voted for them? I mean, I know a few idiots that like them, but they don't understand what the hell's happening. They just like, or like they just believe their talking points. Those are the propagandized ones, usually the ones that believe them. And look, this applies also to Republicans. I'm not going to diss the Democrats exclusively. Republicans are also like sitting on their hands, little shits. So both parties are to blame for this. They're two, they're two wings of the same bird. That's mm -hmm. why they call the right wing and the left wing. It's the joke that try to tell you right in front of your face. Yeah. Yeah. Two wings of the same bird. The uniparty. It's a real thing. It's a reason we don't have universal health care because it would mean the dismantling of a trillion plus in just the pharmaceutical stocks. Hmm. They don't want they they want that gravy train to never end, man. They just want that endless profit yield. That uh, exploitation of the populace. No, I agree. And like maybe now, right as you were saying that, what if this technology, this AI generating stuff, what if? Because I feel truly maybe the one one of the ways to fight back against all of this is art. Create your own art. Create create art. Because out of art, 
I, it's crazy when I see like an artist like on a stage in a stadium. Well, for example, I'm gonna mix this with real live humans and, and other things I'm working on. So this is gonna be mixed. So that's part of the reason I'm working with. I'm gonna, for example, be the dancer, and we're gonna mix video and these imagery to create new interesting things. So that's the thing. Where it's melding medias together to create whole new media. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and probably from this will come maybe new ideas or new visions or new ways to show people how we, not how we should live, but how beautiful and free and amazing just humans are and to remind that to us because we're so filled with propaganda and learned helplessness and all these things, chaoticism around the world that we kind of like just go with the flow. But imagine you see like one of these images generated by an AI that kind of captures you kind of like whoa what is that and it makes you think and it makes you ponder and you know get out of that just zombie mind that they create for us well that's the thing is that <clears throat> some people say that AI images are soulless no I don't think so some of those were like wow they're beautiful like how the fuck how does it do that how does how does that work from the collective creational engine of the human race yeah i know it's awesome because it's Sorry, like i don't know it's just working off the computational effort of all these humans and it's just building upon itself and building upon itself and growing the neural network and it's like i don't know i'm just kind of not anxious i'm excited like you to see what's going to happen it's definitely going to be something uh, you're really low, Lewis. Can you hear me? Oh, we're not gonna. <laughs> we're not gonna expect what's coming next. It's gonna be a fun surprise. I'm voting for aliens, please. I will <laughs> vote for real aliens for for one thousand. Please, real aliens for one thousand. <laughs> well, we'll, see. well, you can actually reach them with a couple of uh, molecule compounds. You can see them. Ugh. I mean, are those aliens? I don't know. What if that? Substances? What if that's how they communicate with us through the mental realm, and we have to take these substances for, for them to talk to us? You know, reality could be that weird. That could be it. <laughs> so, you never know. You you have to keep an open mind about this stuff because if if you don't. If you if you live in this weird state of no, it's just all in your head, blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, bro. Good, I, good yeah. luck. Yeah, we don't do even you know that? how the brain actually. We we don't know completely how the brain works or how consciousness actually works. Like, the good thing to if you want to really go and dive dive deep into this stuff, um. There is amazing, amazing discourses that happen on that you can find on YouTube. Um, World, what's the name of this? This one company that does a lot of conversations, mm. and it's like top scientists, engineers, philosophers. Like, oh, I don't know, but that sounds fascinating. Oh yeah, it's a great channel. It's I'm gonna look one second. Big ideas? Is it big ideas? No, big ideas is not bad, <clears throat> but big ideas doesn't have like a uh, back and forth debate. Hmm. Well, whenever you do find it, uh, send it to me. Um, this has been a great talk, Louis. Uh, dude, you, I didn't figure we were going to go this deep into AI, but yeah, man, that's fascinating. I'm going to be playing with that and seeing what I can generate. And it's just, 
you blew my mind, bro. I, I didn't know it was that good. I just heard that about that you could generate images, and I haven't. I've seen some of the ones that people post of people that never existed, but the ones that you showed me that look like graphic tees, man, dude, that's awesome. Bill, let's go in the chat. It's uh, <clears throat> I sent you a great one. You can put in the uh, later on the episode because this one is rethinking how intelligence and other <clears throat> how intel intelligent are other animals. So this one's really great. The YouTube one? Uh, the YouTube link? Yeah, it goes deep. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's not like long. It's like 90 minutes, 93 minutes. So it's actually pretty short. But uh, World Science Festival, amazing channel to explore. Okay. Um, and you will have endless amounts of science from okay. fields. Thank you. I'm, I just uh, subscribed to them. I'm going to be checking them out. So um, thank you, Luis. Luis, um, this was awesome, dude. Uh, we're going to do it again. Uh, I, I like talking to you. Um, I, I, I can't wait to see how this shit looks in the future, but man, it, it's wild how fast we keep on just progressing. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I would say <clears throat> if you want to hear more craziness, uh, you should one day come on Unconstitutional Awakening. Uh, chat with us. Yeah, you have to show video this time. You have to show your face. Okay, <laughs> I will. I will. We'll do it. Just let me know whenever, and I will set that up. And y'all guys, y'all check out Con Constitutional Awakening. Check out Luis's Instagram. Un Unconstitutional. Un I'll, I'll send you the website. Unconstitutional Awakening. Okay, and where can they find that? Spotify. We're on Rumble, Spotify, and many other platforms. Just YouTube. We're on YouTube too. It's just we only have the PG episodes on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, you have to censor yourself on that bullshit, but. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just we have conversations with certain people that we just never touched any, like, third rails. So we're like, oh, this is fine. Oh, shit. Well, thank you once again, Luis. Well, generally, um, it can be wholesome. It's just, you know, you accidentally talk about the military-industrial complex and you're already hitting the third rail. Right. Yeah, it gets strikes and shit. But um, uh, this has been great, Luis. Um We'll do it again, and um, send me those uh, images about the shamans and um, your, I will. your um, link to your... Oh, I'll just add a link to the, your pod, that podcast, and um, yeah, this was great. We'll do it again sometime. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. You have a wonderful day. Have, your fun. have right. fun. All right, all right. So <laughs> that was Luis, guys. I hope you enjoyed the, tech, uh, the talk. Please go check out the links I put below, and remember, know thyself, improve thyself. Find the others, and then you'll know what to do. Peace. All right, guys, that was my conversation with Luis. Man, okay, so I'm recording this uh, outro uh, a couple days after. Man, so that whole mid-journey thing, right, it's on. I, I kind of learned how to use it now, and um, so this is what happened after uh, me and Luis had this talk. So I, uh, you have to have a Discord account. I didn't really know how to do any of that shit. I don't use Discord. I think it's mostly for gaming. I don't even know what the hell Discord really is. But um, I learned how to use it. I got on here. And um, so you, basically y'all heard what it says. Y'all type in a prompt and it makes an image. And I didn't know, but as a starting now, you only get 25 images to generate. So I was just kind of fucking around typing in the weirdest things. And I wasn't really paying attention. And so I used up all my damn... Um, uh, credits, I guess, to make pictures, but I did manage to make one for the podcast, so I'm going to have a new badass uh, 
AI-generated image for the podcast, and it's just crazy because if you look past before my previous podcast, it used to be it used to be just a simple brick. It looked like simple Microsoft clip art, and I generated that image about two three years ago with an old system. It was just basically a logo generating system, and it's so cheap and like. Uh, it's just so simple. It doesn't have any anything to it. It's just simple clip art of, of red bricks on a wall and a hammer. And so I, on this mid-journey thing, I typed in bricks in the wall, sci-fi, awakening, and I think I put in consciousness too. And it generated several images, but the one that it's now the new cover for the podcast was my favorite one. And I just can't believe how much that technology has evolved so quickly. And I don't know, I can't imagine what's going to happen in the future, especially with gaming. Like, making video games is going to be so much deeper. Like, you're not going to have repetitions or patterns in games for textiles. It's going to be, like, infinitely new. Anyways, I'm getting off topic. Um, So today, I'm going to play... Well, I actually don't know what I'm going to play. It's a song... Well, I'm sure... I told you guys that... I don't like listening much now to music with lyrics. Um, I listen now mostly to like uh, ambient music or soundtracks to movies. Um, But I'm always seeking like this sound of, I don't know how to explain it, like mysterious or like ambivalence or like an empty space or like a void somewhere. Kind of like a liminal space, if you know what liminal spaces are, sort of like that. But I want to share with y'all this type of music that I like. And if y'all find music like this, y'all send it to me. Because I'm trying to make another playlist. But this song, actually, I have no idea what it is. Because it has a Japanese... It's a Japanese song. And it's just uh, music. But it's very, like... I don't know. Maybe you can help me put the words to it. It's very, like, trippy. Because even the the chords that they play in this music are, like, not your standard tunes. They're, like offsets like um how would i say it? not minors kind of like flats and um i don't even know how to explain it um dreamy type of chords just listen to it it's not that good quality here i'm gonna put the link below i don't know the name of the song again because it's a japanese it has a japanese name the only thing it says here is specialists um i don't know what that means but i uh, hope you like the song um let me know what it makes you think of it makes me think of, like I said, like a weird ambivalent space, kind of maybe where consciousness arises from or creativity. Oh, and that's the reason I wanted to play the song for y'all, because it it makes me think of where mid-journey is pulling ideas from. I know it's working off of servers and coding, but it's pulling this from like somewhere in the ether, the unknown. So anyways, uh, I'm just rambling now. I hope y'all like this. It's a Japanese song. And, um, yep, so remember, know thyself, improve thyself, find the others, and then you'll know what to do. This is a Japanese song. Peace.
Thank mm-hmm. you.